Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. Whoa. It has it has been a while. Look who decided to be a guest on their own show. February 21st. It has been over a month, brother, since I have been on the podcast. That is that's nuts. My headphones broke, so you'll have to let me know if I'm too loud or whatnot. Are you like going no headphones? Like no you headphones. can't hear? No headphones. I can hear you pretty good. I can't hear myself at all, though. So, dang, he's going in raw. Yeah, raw dog in that shit. Dude, my uh, my bracket is is feeling that, bro. Just to just to transition right into that. That is that is the pain my bracket is feeling. That is. Who did you have to win? I didn't make a bracket. You didn't what? I didn't make a bracket, bro. I just, I, I just didn't. And Why? I'm glad I didn't. Why didn't you make a bracket? I don't know. Just. How do we have a sports podcast and you don't make a bracket? You gotta make a bracket. It, it's because I, I've been going through rehab, rehabilitation. All right, I've been trying to what? ease up on the on the gambling and you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. You didn't update. Is this is this what you're keeping me? When I we hadn't talked in like what a couple weeks, and we hopped on so. pre-show, and I asked you what was up, and you you didn't even share this with me. So what's? I mean, I I just thought of it right now as you said that. Did you? So. Did, you did you have an intervention? Was there like a I just active point? I just got tired of losing. I got tired of losing. You're joking. And I threw like my last 30 bucks down the drain unintentionally. And yeah, I was like, all right, I need to lay off for a little while. Here I am. You're not making brackets or anything. If you can't put money on it, you don't care. I mean, I do care. Do I need a bracket to care? I mean, it's going to bust in the first round anyways. Like, Heller. But that's that's kind of like the fun of it is like what what if it doesn't? You know? The way uh my picks have been going. I picked AM to go to the sweet sixteen. I bet and you did, if, didn't you? And I did. And what what if what if they did? They didn't. We lost in the first round of Penn State, but what if they did? I wish I, would, I could gamble or would gamble. I'm trying to <laughs> stay strong over here. How long is it? You place your last bet. That's a very good question. Is there a, uh, should we give you like a, a chip after a certain period of time? Like an alcoholic? Is that, is that how it's <laughs> working? I'm gonna go to DraftKings to see when my last bet was, <laughs> but I but but, but it might look. it might trigger me. I might just it Why might hit look. It might hit me with the free bet. It's like you haven't been here in a while, bud. Come on. <laughs> oh man. Maybe we'll just look. It's been a minute. I'm curious. March eleventh. What? March eleventh. Damn. Damn, it's been a lot hey, longer than I thought. Ten days. I thought it was shorter than that. I'm proud of you, dude. That's uh that's impressive. Were you were you an everydayer? Yes. Were you a multi-dayer? Like a multi multi multiple during the day? Yeah. Damn. Weekends were you the worst. Yeah. Wow. I need I needed to take a step back, bro. The weekends were the worst because I think that's what happened that weekend, March 11th. Let's see. That was a Saturday. Yeah, I think that's what happened. I won I won some pretty good bets earlier in the day, but I can't just stop. Like there's a whole <laughs> it's like there's a whole other half of the day with <laughs> with bets still there. 
And then I lost everything. <laughs> and then here we are. I quit cold turkey, bro. I just had to, I needed a break, give myself a break. Now I'm wishing I didn't because probably would have bet on some of these underdogs or not. Bro, these, uh, my bracket is absolutely destroyed. I had, I, I know nothing about college basketball. I watched zero college basketball, May, maybe one game a year. And it's like the biggest one of the year. If there's enough advertising for it and I catch it, I'll watch it. But never do I watch college basketball. I, I fill it out and I just pick like, I don't know. I just kind of look at the numbers and just just guess, honestly. Most of these are guesses. Some of them are very biased. Like, obviously, A&M going to the Elite 16 is more than overambitious. That's incredibly stupid. But here we are. You want to know some of my picks? I've, I've, I picked Houston to win it all. But I picked Baylor to play them. So Baylor shit the bed. And Princeton has absolutely ruined me in every aspect they could. <laughs> It's ridiculous how they keep winning. I'm sure they ruined everybody's bracket. Them and FDU. So, I did pick Mission State to go as deep as they did. And so that's looking good. And then Bama, I didn't pick them out of spite. Well, I picked them to lose to Baylor in the Elite Eight out of spite. And yeah, Baylor's not even going to be there, so. These are the kinds of, this is the rationale that goes through my head. Mine's busted. I, I kind of thought when we when we started this, when we talked about talking about the bracket that you had made one, but since you haven't made one, that's not fun. Just move why, on. What, what why, do, why, 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 do I, why do I need to make a bracket? I mean, I, I probably would have busted on the skate. But it's, it's, it's blood red. I mean, I joined a, a couple groups. Mine would have just been just as bad. I don't know. Mine's pretty bad, bro. So I joined the Sports Center 2023 group. My bracket is ranked 609,230 out of 700,000 plus. So I'm in the very, very much lower tier of this public, very, very public bracket group. So I'm not sure if you would do much worse than me. Uh, I guess you got a point there. I always have you to make me feel better. I think I'm not sure if I'm worse at this or fantasy football. I think if I tried as equally hard at this as I do fantasy football, I might be a little better at this. But the fact that I watch as much NFL football as I do and I'm still that bad at fantasy football is is concerning so i shouldn't expect to be good at this be based on that premise does that make sense like those, yeah does that translate because this is in a sense fantasy like you're predicting the thing is you're you're you're, you're playing you're playing for fun you're playing for the fun of it you don't know jack diddly squat about college basketball you haven't watched it so the nfl fantasy is much more embarrassing I mean, I wouldn't say embarrassing because there is like a science to fantasy football because there's people in our league that win and they don't watch football nearly as much as other people. Like who? Well, I don't think Sam watches nearly as much football. as. Oh, him. dude. Sam watches football, dude. Okay. Well, if you hear him talk to, about... Not, if not, you're okay, in... Well, you're making it sound like he doesn't. I'm, we're getting off topic here. I just was mentioning that there's there's other things that go into it besides just knowing the game of football, like understanding the points and who gets the most touches and things like that. Like there's a science behind it. There's like a certain yeah. knowledge. It's different. I just I just understand why you think Sam doesn't watch football. I had that same ideal. No, I don't. I don't think before. I, I just, okay. Before and then like. When I hear every time like I, my boy Sam. No, no, I just I get you because Sam doesn't look like a guy that watches no, a lot of football. No, That's exactly what you said. You feel, Don't put this on me. I was saying that like Sam Sam works in video games, and so that man does a lot with video games, and he does a lot of research on video games. He works in that space, so 
as far as watching football and studying football, things like that, that's a commit, like a whole other commitment. So I just assumed that like, he probably doesn't watch as much football as maybe some of the other people in the group that have more free time or more like less, I don't know, laborious jobs. Cause he is, he is like, I feel like he works pretty hard on what he does. It's not an easy career field. I mean, my assumption, not based on the way he looks, David, jackass. No, I'm, I didn't mean like literal looks. Yes, you did. You no, I didn't. That. Yeah, it looks like. Said, like I understand I, based on the way he looks. Uh, I mean, you look and like Mia, bro. <laughs> I swear y'all be like, I can't just like be vague with stuff. I really got to think about the words I say <laughs> around you guys because gosh, man, every little thing, <laughs> dude. Looks as in like his dem- like just how he is like I me knowing him, I didn't think he watched that much football until I hear him talk about football because he doesn't even bring it up. He only talks about it if you bring it up with him. He doesn't come out the gate like, yeah, dude. Jerry Judy had a shitty game last week. He doesn't do that. So you would think this man doesn't really watch football. But he does. Okay. So, what's I your next? Not, excuse? I didn't expect a whole defense when I brought up just one of our random friends. I mean, he's been on the podcast know, before, but like two hundred episodes ago. <laughs> I mean, it, it just sounded like you were making an excuse. Making an excuse for what? You know, some people. Aren't you just, like an all-time like sixth place? And I'm an all-time fifth place. In fifth I have place. I have a gold jacket. Scooter, Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin, I have a gold jacket. You know what right? you are? You're you're the Denver Broncos. You want you want a Super Bowl. However many when did they win their Super Bowl? 18? 19? What year was it? 15, I want to say. 15? Was it that long ago? Am I am I tripping? No, I think it's 15. Uh, 16. 16, 15. Yeah. I think it was a 15 year. Right? Like timeline wise for you, like 16. And now look I where they're at. And they're I trying went. to claim, but you don't see Broncos fans claiming the Super Bowl. Come on. You don't got to claim it when you had it. What are you talking about? Did you have like CMC that, that year or some shit that like carried you? No, I had a God squad, honestly. I had like, um, I might have actually. You're right. I might have had CMC. I had Alvin Kamara his rookie year. He went off. Um, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. And you, you just you picked CMC that like year he went ballistic and put up like 35 points. So you you basically and you're up here bragging because you had probably first picked that year. You took CMC. And you just rode him to a championship. I, I've never even pieced that together, but that sounds like you. I mean, there's more than just riding a player to the championship. You, you, would, you know. would know if you actually won one, but you haven't, so you don't know. Really? Did you know that Ben Roethlisberger was my QB? <laughs> How about those apples? That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, uh speaking of old quarterbacks, dude. Aaron Rodgers. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Dude, I was so happy for uh Mike Greenberg. That man has been bleeding Jets Green since I started watching him or listening to him, and he was so happy. I haven't really seen him on TV since the day after. I'm I'm Pretty sure he went on vacation. Like he is partying right now because Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. At least he wants to. I mean, they haven't made the trade, right? Like it still hasn't, to my knowledge, it still hasn't gone through. Nah, I think, uh, which McCall, I think Green Bay's playing hardball. So what do you um, think? Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. What is, what is, what's your opinion? I think, I think I like it. I mean, it's kind of weird that he's following in Papa Favre's, Favre's footsteps. That's really weird. Actually, that's really weird to me. But, I mean, 
I'm excited. I was excited, and I'm not even a Jets fan. I don't care about the Jets. I was just excited for, you know, their people. They had something to be proud of, proud about for once. You know what I mean? Yeah, for the first time since what the '60s, <laughs> or since Mark Sanchez butt fumble. But I really like how they went on like they went on a whole recruiting tour and got all of his old players <laughs> that he loves. And it was so funny watching him just sign all of them because, you know, that roster slot could be filled by like, you know, a potentially great young player that just needs an opportunity. <laughs> but they're like, fuck it. We're just going to sign Randall Cobb or what Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> I think Mercedes yeah. Lewis already had like 60 yards last year. All last year he had 60 yards, and then he signed him. Just I like how they, Aaron Rodgers that how they had to make an announcement. Aaron Rodgers had to make an announcement like, dude, they signed all of your people. You think we didn't know you were going? To, you wanted to go to the Jets? Like, come on, bro. Come on. It was come on, play. It's just funny that those slots are being filled. It's the most Jets way to recruit a superstar QB is to go get all of his favorite targets that are old. I won't say washed up. I mean, you can say what you want about them, but they're old. But Aaron Rodgers likes them as people, and they're good teammates to him. So you go get them to to bring him into town. That's And you're filling Rodgers lots of people that necessarily aren't going to be productive. So I mean, chill, bro. Alan I mean, Lazar. Okay, like, you know what I mean, though. Like, like you're you're recruiting players that he likes, just just like bringing him into town instead. Of like, I mean, for fuck's sake, OBJ is still out there. Like, I mean, when when you do the same, that's on his list too. OBJ OBJ is on his list. Yeah, OBJ. There's. There was other players. I mean, Adam Thielen was out there for a while. He signed with the Panthers. I mean, whoever else I could pull up a list, the wide receiver list, or the free agents. But you, I hope you get what I mean. I wasn't like I wasn't throwing throwing shade on any of them. It was just. I get you. I get you. You're I think you're free. Pretty good next year, though. I think what top ten defense last year, I believe, and they adding Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers now has. Huge chip on his shoulder. So, two rookies of the year, offense and defense. Hmm. Hopefully that running back, Brees Hall, I believe, comes back from the ACL or knee injury, whichever it was. I'm not a Jets fan either. I'm just kind of ad-libbing. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I remember all this just very loosely, but I'm not a Jets fan either. I'm just happy for uh, Gary V too. I'm happy for Gary P. Also, he deserves it. Are the Packers like they're fully rebuilding, right? Like they they're gonna suck next year, huh? Depends on Jordan Love. I mean, what do you think of Jordan Love? Don't give me depends. Give me your opinion. I'm curious. What do I think? I have no idea because he hasn't played. He played some in the first year, didn't he? I believe he did. Preseason. Okay, let me ask you this: In the NFC North, are the Packers? I mean, I think the Lions will be better than the Packers next year. No, I think it's too early to tell. I need uh, the draft to happen, then we could really see. Right now, right now, are the Lions better than the Packers? Do you think, or you think they will be better? Yes, the Lions are better than the Packers. Let's go. What about the Bears? The Bears. I don't know how they play in Chicago, bro. Chicago's fucking cold. You don't. You don't think? Do you think the Bears are better than the Packers? No. no. I don't know. No, no. So they're third. Packers are third in the division. Because Vikings are first. Are they? I know, though? You, I know you have beef. I know you got beef. Do you think the Lions are first first place in the division next year, as it is right now, bro? Don't you, don't you hype me up like that? Don't you hype me up like that? 
Honestly, now that I think about it, NFC North is going to be dogpile of crap. That's what it's going to be. Bro, come on. You're not gonna you're you're gonna call the the whole division dog shit before you give the Lions first place. That's crazy. Dude, didn't, didn't the Lions lose? Uh, oh, they, were, they were just just sub five hundred last year, I believe. But they lost to uh, Williams. Um, that was they, their core player. Yeah, Jamal Williams. Yeah. Well, no, they have DeAndre Swift. Oh, eh. he ain't no Jamal Williams though. I'm pretty sure he's pretty damn good. Um, he didn't play so well last year, at least. I don't know. A couple years ago in fantasy, they were nine and eight last year, dude. Look, ultimately, what I'm trying to say is nobody's worried about the NFC North, bro. Okay. Like. It's going to be it, like, 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 it's going to be, it's going to be so bad. It might be the worst division in the NFL next year. Next year. You think so? Worse than the AFC South? Oh, yeah. Texans aren't going to be raw, dude. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, they're not. Make everybody compete. Stop. You're lying. Dude. First of all, we're about to get this freaking QB. I don't know who because the Panthers are apparently interested in everybody. Um, We signed uh, do Schultz. Like, do, you, do, you like, do you like Bryce Young? Do you think Bryce? I mean, he's 5'10". You saw the stats 204, I think was his weight. It's I don't over know. 5'10". I mean, I really don't know. My gut is like leaning towards Stroud, CJ Stroud, Stroud, however you pronounce it. Um, you know, my boy T Mill, T Mill Rodil, real big on Bryce Bryce Young. So I mean, he definitely knows more than I do. All I know is Bryce Young lost to Texas A and M. Mm. I'm just gonna throw that out there. That's enough. That's enough. That's a little sus, if you ask me. That's enough. Yeah, I like uh, I like Bryce Young. Played in the SEC, tore up the SEC. Won a Heisman. Mm-hmm. He's an animal. I like him. I'm just curious, like who the Panthers are actually wanting, because there's reports. Around Young, Stroud, um, who's the other one? Richardson. Who it was like subpar in college, right? Like he wouldn't he wasn't really all that in college. No, nah, he's one of those that like you know, there's always those quarterbacks that no one really talks about during the actual college football season, but all of a sudden during like the draft time combine and stuff, they're getting all this just clout and oh god, these this guy's gonna be great, blah blah blah. You know, you got the Mitchell Trubisky's of the world. Thank and you. Whatnot. Okay. I was trying to think of like who who are some examples, but yeah, Mitchell Trubisky's a good one. Will Dude, Levis right is another here. one. What? Will Levis from Kentucky, quarterback from Kentucky. Really? Exactly. You're like, huh? He's projected no, I, to go first round. I, I, like. I know. I, yeah, I'm aware of who Will Levis is. But yeah, I didn't. I mean, Kentucky. Not like they were. I mean, they had a, a good year a couple years ago. I think it was. They had a pretty high ranking towards the end of the season. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just. We'll see, dude. Anthony Richardson's the interesting one because apparently his, his stats in college, I could look them up, but they were not. Uh, very impressive. They weren't, which I don't know. I don't get it, but I'm not a scout. He's out at 2,500 yards, ranked 65th, 17 and 9, 71 QBR. It's, it's all right. Um, it's all right. <laughs> 
53% completion. I don't know if that's really going to... I'd like to see him in the, you know, low to mid-60s, I feel like, in college. Not really the low 50s in college. That's me personally. But I, he is a, a freak of nature. I watched his combine. Um, he is He's an absolute specimen. So, good for him. He's going to get drafted really high, get a huge signing bonus. I hope he makes it. Mm-mm-mm. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard when we've been off for so long to, like, remember the crazy things that happen. I always forget about this rodeo time every year, too. Like, when your schedule gets hectic. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's wild, dude. It's almost almost unbearable for a couple weeks there. It's it's pretty nonstop. And then it comes to a sharp end. And it's nice. I have this, like, week of readjusting to not having to go. Yeah. Same commitment, you know, essentially every night. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice when it ends, but we're certainly out of practice. I, I can sit here. Th- I'm thinking, I'm like, bro, it's been, it's been about a month, man. Have you ever thought like if we took like six months off, what it would be like coming back? Like, it'd be like, it'd be like starting all over again. Don't you think? I think so. It'll be hard. And it doesn't help. Like right now, ever since I got back from Chicago, I've been a little, I don't want to say sick, I'm not sick, but I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm going to feel a little off. I don't know if you could hear it or not. Nah. Sound beautiful. Great. It's like music to my ears. Why, thank you. <laughs> so excited to, I was so excited to come back on. Yeah. The other thing about taking time off is, we sit here and I'm like looking through all the signings and it's like, bruh. <laughs> oh, what about Cam Newton? You see the Cam Newton at the pro day? Oh, yeah, I did see. So. Video, dude. Yeah. Dude's wildin', bro. Not 32 people better than him? Bro. That's Cap. We all know that's Cap. Like, I like Shannon Sharp's take on it. <laughs> bro. You, you are random. <laughs> Like, that's Cap, no Colin. Ooh, bars. Bars, bro. <laughs> Anybody what use that? What Any was of that the- Connor thing I sent you? How funny was that, dude? Oh, like. This is it right here. So Connor McGregor posted this on Instagram yesterday. I smell so good you moan a little if I hug you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny, dude. That's iconic, honestly. That is so funny. Uh, Jay Connor McGregor. We did did sign uh, Dalton Schultz. I cut you off there. Oh, and Singletary. Yeah, bro. Okay, okay. We're adding older veterans. Older. I mean, veterans. They've been around. Uh, yeah, dude, I, I can't even remember. We signed a couple of the 49er players, too, on defense. Dalton Schultz is 26, my bad. <laughs> yeah, bro. Tevin Singletary is 25, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. You're talking about all oh, these old, ancient history players. All right, all right. They're all just right. hitting their prime, bro. No Deion Sanders. Uh. All right, that was a bar. Come on. That was a bar. I love it. I hope you fans enjoyed that. Um, what else is there out there, bro? I'm I mean, dude. I'm scrolling. Um, basketball. Haven't really watched too much, but we're about oh, 10 about games. Baker, dude, Baker going to the Bucks. Bruh. LOL. <laughs> dude, how great is that? I love that for Baker. Oh, man. 
Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm running through them. I mean, Lamar not getting paid. That's he, he Oh, dude. It's crazy, dude. There's no market for Lamar Jackson. Can you believe that crap? Crazy. Like, that is one of the... I did not expect that. And now I see why the freaking um, Ravens don't want to sign him. Like, why... Like. Why can't why they can't agree on a contract? Because you're only worth what the market says you're worth. If you think about it, like if I'm out on the market and a team trying to pay me fifty million a year, that that's the market, bro. That's my value. I've heard so much about this. I think. <clears throat> Not sure what to make of it totally, but part of my opinion definitely revolves around something I think I heard this morning. Uh, somebody was talking about how you know Lamar's taken enough hits for this organization and enough risks that he deserves the money that he's asking for. And because of what he's achieved along the way and how they've structured their team, it only makes sense to give him that money because like he's he is the Baltimore Ravens dude like he he can't go anywhere that whole team what would that locker room be like if he went anywhere else um competitive i think they're 2 and 8 when lamar's not starting well yeah cuz that's cuz lamar is your starter no it's because the team is built around him that's like i mean but if you were to get rid of him you would build it differently so that doesn't mean they're gonna go two and eight but he he won a (laughs) unanimous mvp he's what 26 like i just don't i don't understand why you wouldn't want this guy like he's he's almost there like you can't you can't expect him to have won a super bowl at this point in his career he's not patrick mahomes not everybody's Patrick Mahomes. Like he yeah, is still a great player. He can still win a Super Bowl. He is a great player, just not for that price tag. Look, I'm going on this new kind of. Uh, I Why guess you don't uh, want to pay the players, dude. What's up with that? I want Lamar to get paid. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted now. Don't get it all the way twisted, like a pretzel. Like, what is Bella barking at? Anywho. Oh Lord! Don't, don't get, get twisted. Don't get dogs, guys. Bella, Jesus. Um. So, I hope Lamar gets his money. But from a GM's perspective, from a team's perspective, on a business level, I'm not paying that man what he wants. I'm not, especially when nobody else wants him. Like, nobody else wants him at that price. I've never heard of a non-exclusive franchise franchise tag before this. I didn't know that existed. And they were so confident that nobody wanted him. They said, you know what? We're giving you this thing that most teams never usually give players. Here you go, buddy. Go feel free to negotiate with whoever. Where are they at, though? We'll see, dude. I Who really knows? Like, it, it's so funny when, I, when I've watched enough Pat McAfee with Aaron Rodgers and all the other players he brings on and the environment he's really created on that show. Like, when Aaron Rodgers went on there and we, and we were all watching that, like 500,000 people, and him saying that he's like, yeah, nobody knows really anything. Like, it's so funny how it goes so differently behind the scenes. And so for me, this Lamar thing is like, I don't buy that there's no other team out there that won't pay this money. Like the Carolina Panthers, and I believe David Tepper is their owner, if I'm correct, is a new mm-hmm. owner. That man's got money. He would be willing to pay Lamar Jackson. No, he's willing to draft a rookie quarterback because he gave up all DJ Moore and a draft, a pile of draft picks for 
that number one overall spot. You know what I mean? So obviously he okay. he valued that more than Lamar. Okay, it's just an example. There's there <laughs> there is a market for Lamar. No, there isn't. We've seen it. There is no market. We'll we'll see. I can't believe we'll that see. You we would are not- seeing. We are seeing right now. What is we'll see? What are we waiting for? This has been like two, three weeks now since his, he's getting, given this tag. We're still waiting for the Aaron Rodgers thing. We've waited for what a month. We all knew the timeline. He was going to go into We've his little dark hole. Thing. We've waited on the Lamar thing since like earlier this season. Like when the season was, I remember when the sign got dropped, it was Lamar pay his money and he like held the sign up. Like we've been talking about this for a long time, dude. Yes, but so it's not I'm two, three saying weeks. Since... I'm saying we will see. Yes, that has been going on all, all year, but this non-exclusive tag actually moves being actually being made. It's like here's the Lamar hater. I'm not a hater of Lamar. Like I said, I hope he gets his money, but I understand at the same time why the Ravens aren't paying him. And like, I'm pretty sure I said this earlier. I'm starting to become a big proponent of, you know, the, the league is moving towards like, oh, if you have any kind of decent starting quarterback, just throw the bank at him. And that's what the league has turned into the, these past 10 or so years. And if I'm a GM, that needs to stop. Like, because the thing is, when was the last... I don't know if I said this on here. I probably have. When was the last time a Super Bowl team, a team won the Super Bowl in which the quarterback was hogging up most of their cap space? You could maybe say Tampa Bay a couple years ago with Tom Brady. But even then, he wasn't getting paid like stupid money. He was just getting paid a lot more than he had before in New England. Um, some other examples. You see Seattle, Russell Wilson. They go to Super Bowls. Russell Wilson gets paid. Team starts depleting because they can't afford everybody else anymore. Don't really have that same success. Where else? Um, I don't know. Who won the Super Bowl the year before? I see your point. I You can't build a team if you pay the quarterback too much money. And as a GM, you don't want to pay him too much money because then you don't have as much money to pay the rest of your team. I get what your point is. But I don't think the market is going that way. Like, you're not, I don't think you're going to see the market make a turn and somebody put the, what, what this is about is more so, and this is a common topic they've talked about is depending on what he's asking for, like how much guaranteed money. It will be an unprecedented amount. <clears throat> and that unprecedented amount will lead to other organizations, other owners having to pay and follow suit because that will be the market. And so really what it is is the Ravens organization holding out as long as they can to not pay him that guaranteed money because then the dominoes fall for the rest of the organizations and owners having to do that in the future. So all the owners and their meeting next week – all the owners are kind of sitting there like, don't pay him that money because the Jimmy Haslam and the Deshaun contract was kind of an aberration. Like, I don't know why or how that, like, it's really bizarre that situation, but for whatever reason, it hasn't led to other payments of quarterbacks be like, it's not, it hasn't been the precedent, which is strange, but this is kind of feeling like the precedent is what the chatter has been. Does that make sense? Are you accusing the NFL of colluding yes. against Lamar Jackson? Yes. That, that's essentially what I heard. Yes. Interesting. Are you not? Um, You're basically saying that, like, if I'm a GM, that has to stop. So I'm just saying you're, you're listing the need. I am listing the action. Ooh. Ooh. I, I mean, you're doing good. You're doing good. But <laughs> you you were you were you were you're spinning a little some some there. Don't don't get it twisted, you know. But 
I don't really think it's that deep. I don't think it's oh to the point where God. I don't think it's to the point where the Ravens are really thinking about the whole or the whole le- the league as a whole and like the whole league's like, hey yo. It's don't not pay only it. that though, but like once quarterbacks start getting paid fully guaranteed contracts, then other positions will follow suit. Like it's just the first one to fall. Like I get what you're saying. Cause then it's gonna it's it's gonna be like if Lamar gets paid that shit. What what should what is Patrick Mahomes worth? You know what is uh, Jalen Hurts worth, et cetera, et cetera. Like if Christian McCaffrey hadn't signed, like if they had signed him to a fully guaranteed contract, which you know, then running backs starting signed. You know what I mean? Like it only. I think quarterbacks will be the first ones to get those contracts. Unless I mean I may be a stupid on contracts. There's not running backs or other positions paid fully guaranteed, correct? Um, no, nobody in the NFL is getting paid fully guaranteed. Okay, except for I think Deshaun. Watson. I think Deshaun Watson is the cl- as close as it comes. I think Deshaun Watson is Deshaun's is fully guaranteed. But at the same time, I feel like there has to be some kind of balance. Like as a quarterback, like Patrick Mahomes, he's getting his money. Guaranteed, yeah. He's getting his money, but like he knows he can't just hog up all the cap space and expect the Chiefs to be able to field a winning team around him. Okay, well, this doesn't make any sense because I was right about Kirk Cousins because that contract he signed. 2018 through 2020, yeah, through 2020 was the first fully guaranteed contract, first quarterback ever to ever sign a fully guaranteed contract. His latest extension for 2023 is his third consecutive fully guaranteed deal. So it doesn't make any sense. Then, like, why, like, why is there conversation? Because I heard that on TV. Like, that was the argument on TV. That wasn't my own argument. Um, that doesn't make any sense then if like there's been Kirk Cousins and Deshaun like the others I just, I'm just not aware of those are just the two I'm aware of so that argument is null right uh, I would say so Kirk Cousins how did Kirk Cousins end up being why did nobody collude against him if we're being keeping it a buck like how did he become the first quarterback fully guaranteed? I mean, this. I think <laughs> uh, two fans, uh, if you didn't know, well, obviously you can't see because it's a podcast, but um, Alex just pointed at his skin. Yeah, that would be, I think, Part of his, at least in the NFL, why his shall I his shall I say Anglo-Saxon skin? Oh, Anglo-Saxon skin, yeah. (laughs) Damn, throwback right there. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. You're a real one. But I don't know what to make of this Lamar situation. I just know he deserves to get paid. It's hard out here for a pimp, man. It's it's just. I think one thing that goes. Kind of gets swept under the rug too. Representation matters, and I feel like that kind of just doesn't people. It doesn't get talked about enough because the only reason I kind of think think about it that way is because of the UFC. Like a lot of you know, Kevin Holland came out and said, "Like if you're not getting paid enough money, you need a better agent. That's your fault. Like they're not representing you well." And I know it's a little different in football because it's, you know, football, everybody sees what you're worth, whatever. But it still matters. Like, whoever, like, whoever, Kurt, like, who, who's Kirk Cousins' agent? Drew Rosenhaus? <laughs> like, you need to hire that guy. Lamar needs to hire that guy. You know, look at, look at clutch sports and basketball. You know what I mean? They're, 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 their dudes are getting paid. They're getting taken care of. They ain't worried about nothing. 
that is that's always that's kind of been the like underlying i guess common denominator in this whole conversation throughout the process with him signing the contract is he doesn't have an agent like he's representing himself and it's him and his mom and i respect the hell out of it and they're trying to spin it like it's a great thing that like he's he's doing he's trying this he's doing this but i mean i really hope the best for him i really do hope that he gets his money i just i don't see how whatever small percentage the agent takes is really worth it to have like that level of expertise sitting at the table with you like i just i just don't get that you know what i mean like i i'm a big proponent for agents i worked for an agent so i know how like how intelligent these people are and they know think- how to really get the most out of these contracts i just i i don't think that's the best move for him but i respect him for trying i just think it's hurting him i agree with you i don't think it's because of the fee um when you hear about um athletes representing themselves at least from what i've heard when i hear athletes talk about it it's like it's more of that who who's gonna who's that mentality who's gonna val know your worth or value value you as much as yourself kind of kind of deal which makes sense like if you really feel strongly about that you want to keep it in your hands you know you don't trust nobody you know it's just strange though because you think about like the agent like you're in the room negotiate like you're sitting there with the agent like you typically in a negotiation like what you wouldn't just like sit there and the agent go in like it's like a daddy daughter kind of thing like no it's like are are they are they in there with the agent though i have to well i have to believe well actually let me take that back so the agent does do a primary obviously a lot of work not sitting at a table like through phone calls whatnot um so no he would not be present for that you're correct uh my point still stands though in regards to if Lamar requests a certain number, I think, you know, the agent is going to do everything he possibly can and more than probably Lamar could do expertise wise and strategic and strategy wise to achieve that number. And if he doesn't, then you negotiate to a point where that's acceptable. But like the idea that, you know, you know, your worth, I think that's something that, if you can't quantify whatever you're negotiating is valuable to represent yourself in it. But the fact that we're quantifying like a contract amount, knowing your worth, it's like, okay, what is your worth? Like, what do you believe your worth is Lamar? Tell me that number and I will negotiate you with you or I will negotiate for you to achieve that number. You see what I'm saying? Like, but if it's, if you can't quantify, like if he sits there and he's like, I can't tell you because it's not 50 million. It's, it's, I want this or that, or that. And it's not really a quantifiable thing then yeah, he should represent himself. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And and and, and the problem is, what you explained is very black and white, like in a perfect society, yes, that's how the agent-athlete relationship will go. And you know, everybody gets what they want or kind of in the middle. Everybody's happy and whatnot, but, you know, it. that's just not, there's a lot of gray area. and. Sure. I agree with you. Sometimes, you know, the agents like imagine it, if you were if Lamar had an agent right now. If I was Lamar Lamar's agent. Right now we're on the verge of not getting paid anything cuz obviously agents get paid off of you know, commission, percentage, certain percentage. A percentage of any percentage of 0 is 0. So it's like, yo, Lamar, come on, bro. Like, I know you want 500 million guaranteed, but I mean, 300 million ain't that bad. You know, like, we got to eat around here. No, because too stingy. as an agent, you represent multiple clients. And you also, I mean, there's endorsement deals and other, other deals involved with an athlete outside of just their primary contract. So it's not like famine mentality. No. No, but like ultimately everybody money money changes money does something to everybody no matter what nobody ever has enough money people are always wanting more 
And, you know, I'm not saying this happens often, but I, I mean, I wouldn't, pretty sure there's agents out there that might seem like they're, they're doing the right thing, fulfilling their, their duty, but probably just looking out for themselves. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Sink or swim business is ruthless. Exactly. And look, like I said, Lamar just needs to hire um, her cousin's agent. <laughs> That's what he really needs to do. <laughs> I don't know how his name isn't out there and famous by now, because if you got Kirk Cousins, fully guaranteed contract, Lord have mercy. I can't even fathom what he could do for Lamar. Dude, I uh, I watched <clears throat> the uh, WBC championship yesterday, USA versus Japan. That's what I was forgetting. The World Baseball Classic, bro. And I watched Shohei Otani throw missiles. Just. Yeah. Absolute missiles at Mike Trout to end that game. That was awesome. What a great ending to that baseball game. I watched from the seventh inning on. Yeah. I watched the, I didn't catch too much of it because I was still mad that Mexico lost the the night before. That was a great game. It's funny because I see on Twitter like people are shitting on the World Baseball Classic. And it's like, bro, just because, you know, you're, you're up there in, in Boston, whatever, and uncultured and don't care about other countries and whatnot doesn't, doesn't mean you should like yeah, it's Boston. I don't know. I just kind of pick, picked a spot up there and I, cause I could, cause I could feel, I feel like it would be some Boston people like, Man, who cares about the WBC? <laughs> what is that? Man. Awesome. Edwin D Edwin D has out for the season, man. Who cares about this thing? But it's like there and I kind of get where it's coming from because they see it's like basketball. If basketball had their own like WBC in a way. I know they have the Olympics. But USA is going to be far above and beyond everybody else. Basically the Olympics. Yeah. And like, it's not even, it's not even fair. So like, yeah, it's like LeBron, you don't have to go to like play in the Olympics, dude. Like we could send freaking Tyrese Halliburton out there. We don't need you getting hurt. And it's not the same with baseball. Baseball is actually a global sport. And did Craig leave? No, I think we're good. It's weird how it does that. But baseball is an actual international sport. Like the best players in the world aren't from America. Hello. Newsflash. But yeah, it was, it was just kind of ticking me off that people were. That's a really of, interesting take because like. Basketball is definitely an international sport. It is very popular in China, in South America. It's very popular in a lot in Central America. It's popular in a lot of countries. So I would consider it an international sport. In fact, when we watched The Last Dance, and I recently rewatched it, <clears throat> they talk about, and even when Kobe passed away, they talked about the influence all over the world. But you're absolutely right that the best players for basketball come out of America so baseball being America's pastime, but the best players coming from not in America is that's crazy. Interesting. That's like, yeah. And nobody watches it really in America. Like it's not nearly as popular in America. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, Americans, you know, Americans get all, all of a sudden when the world cup comes around, everybody's like, Oh yeah. USA soccer. You know what I mean? All that bull jive. And I'm like, Bro, y'all know we we suck, dude. I'm one of those people. USA, one of those people. USA sucks. Like, 
other people, other countries look at us like, like just not non-existent. But yet, the World Baseball Classic, USA isn't the best, but they're pretty up there. Y'all don't want to, you know. Y'all think it's oh, a waste of time or. You know, these athletes shouldn't be playing in this. Like you, you see them. If you watch the games, you see them play. Like you see the passion that goes into it. And honestly, what better would you want for your, you know, your favorite team, whatever your team may be? What more would you want than your players, instead of going through BS spring training, they can actually play some meaningful baseball in March. No, that's I agree with that. I think they mentioned that on the broadcast yesterday also. And I know it, it all came down to the Edwin Diaz getting injured, you know what I mean? And it happens. I know Altuve's injured too. He's going to be out for a little bit. And it just happens. It's 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 baseball. It's a sport. And the thing is, dude, there's 162 games. Altuve wasn't going to play 162 straight games, bro. Now he can get some rest, heal up, come back early midseason. It's all good. But I think the World Baseball Classic really showed out this year. Put itself, put itself on the map. Um, great games. Watching it, dude. It was fun. Great passion. I mean, I love anything with world like sports involved where you bring countries together. Like the passion you see out of like certain, typically certain smaller countries is awesome. Like it's, it's so, it's so cool to witness just the, the energy that they, they're able to muster up for some of these events, man. Like some of the, Olympics is the main one. The Olympics is crazy. So I, I enjoyed watching it yesterday. And yeah, I don't watch a ton of baseball. So watching Shohei Otani in a, in a clutch moment like that, that was, a, that was a cool thing to witness, especially because he's not really in a ton of those. <laughs> and how mm-hmm. ironic or how, how cool was it that his batter, or his opponent in that moment was his teammate. That was pretty cool. Mike, good old Mike yeah. Trout. He's a big dude, man. Big, big dude. Tree trunk legs. Big man. Huge dude. He's one of them cornbread fed folk. Oh, dude. Huge, man. His neck, everything. He's holding the bat. It looks like it was a toothpick. Just giant man. He's standing there. I was really hoping he would just rip one. That was so sick. There was that guy in like the eighth inning. I don't know his name. I don't know any, really anybody's name, but he just absolutely ripped it. Dude, it was a line drive second deck. Oh, right uh, the J- Japanese player. I saw that on Twitter. No, no, it was the American. It put us in oh. two three. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Japanese one. Somebody oh, I put on. T- I could look up the name of the guy, but yeah, it was an absolute rip. Somebody, uh, one of the Japanese players hit a freaking bomb last night. And they said <laughs> something about like this is the biggest bomb Japan has put on uh US bigger bomb than uh Pearl Harbor or something like that. I was like, Jesus. That's that's not good. You can't be saying that on TV. No, 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 no. They didn't say it on TV, it was Twitter, bro. You okay. already you already know how Twitter be. Okay, okay. Just 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 making sure. No, 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 no. Uh, Dell match play if for any golfers out there. It's going on this weekend, but that's it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Oh yeah, golf. What's the golf update? Yeah, golf. I'm not gonna say anymore. Yeah, I think that's it. Besides, I mean, we we missed Zeke in football. I mm. saw Zeke. He got released or cut or whatever. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's everything, bro. I think we're caught up officially. I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of stuff we missed, but oh, oh well. There's an absolute oh. time we even touched the NBA. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Or hockey. Head ass. <laughs> oh, two fans, you know where to find us at slash devils pod and slash devils podcast. At Alex Declare on Twitter at Cowboy Canella. It was a good time. Great to be back. God did I miss it. It's nice, dude. It's nice to just chat again. Guess anyway. who's back, 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 back again. Uh, we will see you next time. <laughs>